on social media, they're not seeing that, hey, I make 400 grand a year and I work 25 hours a week. And that might be a bigger win than someone making $4 million a year Mm -hmm. who's working 100 hours a week, Mm -hmm. whose wife is never happy, whose kids are getting into trouble at school and they have the wrong friends. You don't even know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But all you're putting out there is I'm at the top of the leaderboard of whatever game Mm -hmm. I'm playing. They're probably like, their emotions aren't healthy. Yep. That's why they want to be at the top of the leaderboard and they're not valuing what's more important. So mm-hmm. uh, I love that you're mentioning this. And I also just want people to hear the idea is to be better than you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's not to be somebody else. Yep. hundred percent. And I, I think, uh, one of my good friends, his name is Dakota Bailey. He said, um, emotions are, I'm sorry. He said, fear is an emotion and courage is a choice. That's good. And I think a lot of people when they are, Starting real estate investing, we'll use as an example. They know they need to go door knock. They have the knowledge. But then when they get in the driveway of a house they need to knock, their emotions heighten and they can't do it. Or they know they should cold call. They know they see the list. They have the phone. But then when it's time to do it, they're like, "Ah, there has to be a better way. Their, Their emotions convince them that that's that it's wrong. And there's a reason why they shouldn't do what they know they need to do. Correct. Have, have you ever had a time where your emotions were stopping you from success? I'm still having that time. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I I'm going through like uh, a breakup about six months ago became like, like hardcore, hardcore. And it has been miserable. Mm. Like there were times I just, I couldn't focus on anything. Like you're just in so much pain. You can't even think, right? Mm. No one's operating well when that's what's going on. Um, the market shifting caused a lot of leaders in my companies to want to leave because it got harder mm-hmm. than what they were used to. Yep. When the market was great, they're on the David Green team. Opportunities are coming their way. It's a gravy train. They love it. Mm-hmm. Gets a little bit tougher. They don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That'll affect my emotional state. Like mm. that, that I'm sitting in the driveway and I don't want to go knock on the door is real for everyone at every level, mm. okay? And I, I, my heart goes to that person. Mm-hmm. What they get given is the information because you can't pay to learn how to have your emotions changed. You can because I, I hired a coach. If you're taking that road, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, can yeah. help you. But you still had to do the work. Yes, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. The information, we can just download off the screen into your head. Yes. But yeah. what you need is the uh, drive to go do it. And, and what I believe in, in the book, Pillars of Wealth, the advice I'm giving to people is, if this goal is too much for you to do, you mm-hmm. can't get out of the car and go talk to the person on the door. That means that you haven't succeeded at something smaller in your life yet. Mm. It, the answer isn't you just suck. We're going to shame you. We're going to yeah. yell at you. You don't want it bad enough. Yeah. There are a handful of people will respond to that. Yeah. Very few do. Mm-hmm. And what I found, Brian, is the people that tend to respond to you need to do better are people that already did hard things in the past. And you're just like waking up the monster that's already mm. in there. What if you don't have a monster? Yeah. You need to go back to where you're at right now. Okay, give me like a, just a random regular W-2 job that a person in Las Vegas might have that they're not happy with, but it pays the bills. Oh, easy. Casinos. Okay. You're working in a casino. What mm. would a job be at the casino? Bar porter. You clean the rooms. Bartender. Okay. So let's say that. Let's say you're a, uh, you're a bartender mm. and you're in the casino. You probably show up every day and you've learned the little tricks of how what people are going to tip better. You, you develop a little bit of a personality, but mm-hmm. you're still probably on cruise control. You probably stay up too late at night, mm-hmm. probably sleeping too much in the morning. Then mm-hmm. you wake up, you, you have some kind of morning routine. You show up at the casino, you're, you're dragging butt. Halfway through your shift, you wake up. Now you're all charged up. Night mm-hmm. ends, you're still all charged up. Like this mm-hmm. is, that's 
the same in the restaurant industry. It's mm-hmm. very common. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're not as a bartender trying to get to know every person at a deeper level, mm-hmm. what's driving them, what's bothering them, what are they excited about, learning everything you can about them in the 30 minutes that you have that you're sitting at the bar, you're not mm-hmm. trying your best. Mm-hmm. So if you can't do it there, why do you think you're going to be able to go make rapport with a complete stranger who is stressed out financially and may have a house they have to sell mm-hmm. and navigate a very complex emotionally complex conversation with somebody in a bad spot in life where you're trying to buy their house. Yeah. There's what we use the example from the Bible where David fought Goliath Mm. and the King is like, how could you possibly handle this guy? Mm. You're a kid. Mm -hmm. He's been a warrior since he was a kid Mm -hmm. and he's like 10 feet tall. Mm. Right. And David's answer was when the lion took the sheep from the fold and took off, I chased him down. Mm. I hit him and I took the lamb out of his mouth. Mm. Then a bear did it. And I went after a bear. If I've what? done it to the lion and I've done it to the bear, uh-huh. who's this guy? Mm-hmm. He, they're showing there is a progression of confidence that mm-hmm. you build. You don't just step out there and be like, okay, Brian takes on Goliath. So I want to take on Goliaths. Mm-hmm. You're not, you haven't earned the right to take on a Goliath if you haven't started with where you're at. Yeah. That bartender can earn the right to get something better. Now let's say here's everyone's fear. What if I try my hardest mm-hmm. and my boss doesn't recognize it? Yeah. Right. Or what's the point? I'm not going to get enough money no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. The skills you built doing that mm-hmm. would allow you to get a job at a better bar mm-hmm. where there's more tips and there's more customers, and there's more money to be made. Mm-hmm. Or they could turn into sales skills that you go now get into the world of sales. You 3X your income mm-hmm. because you got in the right environment because you were crushing it where you were. Mm-hmm. When you're in that position of, I'm a great salesperson, I'm making great money. Mm-hmm. Well, there's sales leaders that are needed. You become the top salesperson. You set the example for everyone else. You inspire other people. You learn psychology. You learn how to talk to people. You're getting the promotion when it comes to sales leader. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the right company and they're going to go start a new venture, mm-hmm. who are they going to look to promote? Mm-hmm. Their top sales leaders or their leaders that they're going to say, do you want to be the COO of whatever this is? Yeah. Every single person running the business is looking for their next talented person they can trust. Mm-hmm. So th- it's ironic that there's so many people that are in these W2 positions or maybe the lower level things mm-hmm. that are constantly complaining there's no opportunity. Mm-hmm. How can it be? Yeah. That all of the workers are saying there's no opportunity, there's no good jobs, there's nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And every boss that we have conversations with is like, there's no one good that we can put in these. Books. There's a huge gap yep. miss, right? Yep. And so this book was written to kind of tackle that gap. Mm-hmm. If you're here and you want to get to there, here are the literal steps to take. Mm-hmm. And if you do the things that are said in here at the job you have now, mm-hmm. it will wake up your emotions. You'll become more ambitious. Mm-hmm. It will create opportunity for you to see things you couldn't see before. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with me. I would work at restaurants and I became the best waiter at every restaurant that I worked at. And I hit a point where I'm like, there's nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. And I'd go to the restaurant owner and I'd say, I need more. Mm-hmm. I need you to make me a manager. I need to get paid this much money. I need you to open another another restaurant, have me run it. And they're like, that's not in the cards. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew it's time to find another job. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me using them and leaving. When they couldn't build a world big enough for me to live in, it felt right to go move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And every step of my journey, it has been crush it at what I'm doing, mm-hmm. earn the right to do more, mm-hmm. then go do more. You can't skip those steps. And that's why I've had the confidence to keep going because I knew I'm already doing great. Mm-hmm. where I'm at, that there's got to be more. If you're trying to get money or get fit and you're not already doing your best at where you're at, if you want a better relationship, but you're not already being the best husband that you could be, mm-hmm. you don't have a right to ask for that. Yep. 